Okay, so I was looking up. I was just on the internet looking at different things, and I saw an Ethiopian recipe, and somehow it just made me feel like I just wanna. I just wanna be. I just wanna go to the motherland. I really just wanna go to, you know, Ethiopia or or Africa or Israel. I really want to go to one of those places and I just thought about it like if I wanted to go could I know because I don't have a passport funny thing last year I was urged to get a passport like it felt like the just I just kept getting the message to get a passport whether it was the Holy Spirit or not I don't know I was urged to go to Paris at the end of the year go to Paris for my birthday this year, go to Paris, period, because I've always wanted to go to Paris. And I didn't know that if it was the Holy Spirit. Let me explain why. I talked about this in a previous episode, but um, I was urged to do a bunch of different things. And later, earlier this year, I came across a YouTuber who literally just started I feel like at this point I don't want to use prophesy so loosely but you know she just said like some of you are you know this some of you are that and then she said some of you you need to get need to get a passport some of you need to start taking prenatal vitamins some of you and it's funny how she's like going down the list of things I have been urged to do earlier that year that I totally forgot about but I fought these things and the reason why I fought these things is because even though on the surface it felt like that's exactly what I'm being told to do that's exactly what I should be doing deep down it felt like that is a cover-up like that's a cover like you 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 do these things and it seems like the likely thing to do and they're kind of expecting you to do that because they're you know even though this is you know supposed to be the holy spirit they're expecting you to expect that this is the holy spirit and i don't want to you know get to i'm going to say exactly why i felt that way but it just felt like you know thinking back on it listening to it now it i can sort of kind of feel like you know maybe that's actually was the devil that was keeping me from what the lord was leading me to do right now since i'm scheduling my passport appointment the lord has been urging me to do all year all last year but you know if that is the lord but you know i was putting it off because in the back of my mind like really like just something in my spirit just said you know get the passport do whatever it is but just don't you know put too much on that like don't don't you know expect too much from it not expect too much from it. i want to say that because you know just go with the flow of things and do your best to try and use the spirit of wisdom and discernment wisdom and discernment and find your way through but just know it's like it's deeper than that and then that's when the lord was kind of revealing to me the spirit behind things and the spirit behind you know people and stuff so i started digging deeper and i started fighting off those feelings and as i fought off those feelings i wound up seeing the demons that were actually behind everything 
But it took me to fight that off first. Now, easily someone can say, you know, you see what you want to see. Or, you know, that wasn't, you know, maybe you manifested that. Maybe that's your paranoia or, you know, maybe this and maybe that. And to be quite honest with you, I don't like to, you know, automatically write off the probability of anything. So if that's possibly true. That's possibly true. You know, if I also had, I was urged at one point to just abandon my entire life and just run. Like literally one day, I was looking for a cigarette room in the in the airport because it was the first place I ever been to that actually had an actual tobacco room. And this was, I believe, Washington, Maryland. I think it was Maryland. But I don't want to land on that. I don't want, that's not my final answer because I don't know. I don't quite remember. All I know is it was a, it was a layover. And I had my luggage, like my carry-on stuff not my actual luggage that was going to land wherever I was going to land and all I know is I was looking for the tobacco room and I just walked completely out the airport and was about to get on a train that was about to pull off in three seconds the doors would have closed right after me and I wouldn't have had the chance to get back just in time to catch my plane but all the way up until that point it felt like the exact right thing to do and even standing at the door right before I got on the train there was this feeling like do it and the thing is I had realized like wait if I get on this train I'm going to be in a foreign place you know not foreign but like just uh I'm going foreign to me but I'm going to be in in a like random state like I wasn't like I'm supposed to be going to Texas and it's like this as soon as I realized I'm like why wait I was really really about to be you know just off somewhere and I would have been stuck you know and something just told me yes just go just go you know go now while you have the chance please and I was like, why would I just get on this train and randomly just, you know, just, I don't know, start a new life somewhere and not let my family know, not let anybody else know. But mind you, around this time, all the way up until this point, I have been feeling watched, monitored. I had been feeling like everything was set up. Everybody was always talking about me and trying to control my life. Everybody had this whole idea of how things were going to go with me that they weren't telling me about. And it was super creepy because I felt like that's just not normal. You know, who's who's dealing with that? You know, I, I don't I don't even want to care. I don't even I don't even really care. I, I care who's dealing with that. But, you know, that's not even really what matters, because the fact of the matter is, you know, I'm not supposed to be dealing with that. So, it's so weird how I would have gotten on that train and I would have disappeared forever. Forever. I know I would have been okay, 
because I know that the Lord is with me wherever I go. But I just can't. I, I, a lot of times I can't get out of my head how I literally almost just disappeared. And I believe that that was my way out before the drama and the mess and everything really started to ensue. This happened about three times. This this urge to just disappear from my family and tell them nothing. No explanation. No reason why. Every single time I got urged to do that, I said to myself, why would I just disappear from my family, never telling them anything? I have nothing against them. They've done nothing to me that I know of, you know, to make me feel like that. I love my family and, you know, I just can't abandon my family. Now, I even at one point, it was even a conversation being had, like, wouldn't you feel so much freer without them? Like, wouldn't you be so much happier? You don't think you can survive without them? I'm like, of course I can survive without them. You know, honestly, to be honest, I I do kind of feel like a weight would be lifted off my shoulders if I just, you know, left up and left and lived my life freely. But how could I just do that to them? You know? And then the third time it happened, I kind of was kind of aware of what was going on. Where it's like, yeah, this stuff is happening. You are being watched. They are, you know, trying to control your life. They are monitoring you on a daily. Like, they're monitoring everything that you do. They're watching you. You have, you know, they're stalkers. Like, they're, it's, it's a creepy. It's creepy because it's like the way that they're monitoring me and watching me is not by normal means. It's clearly by witchcraft and some sort of spiritual, you know, tampering. So, you know, it seemed like the most obvious thing would have been to leave. But God, he was behind everything. And this spirit that was kind of urging me felt like it was somebody could easily get that mistaken with the Holy Spirit. But God, he was behind it all. And he said to me, you can go and you'll be fine. But, you know like really more he wasn't really more explaining everything but he's just like you know kind of telling me like why do you think that they are trying to run you off why do you think they're trying to run you off and i thought to myself maybe it's for my own good maybe it's for you know the betterment of my future but i kept saying but what about my family but what about my family but what about my family like we are older now we don't have to you know hang around each other we can go off in our own lives and we can live our own lives and you know be free we don't have to talk to each other every day we don't have to see each other every day we're grown you know my mom will be fine she did this at my age actually but the thing about it was i felt like you know if somebody is really tampering with my if somebody has access to me like this spiritually then me running off somehow completely disconnects that because my question is how are they able to follow me in the spirit you know what i'm saying and they're not able to follow me to this place like i didn't understand at the time 
witchcraft has to be practiced and kept up with like on a schedule and they you know have sometimes depending on the witchcraft or the kind of practice they have to keep getting belongings of yours they have to keep getting you know pieces of your dna and you know keep going on with it and it's like a it's a they like they called it meetings i didn't learn that till later and they practiced it on schedule every day as a whole like it was a bunch of them you know and when they added people people had to do everything that they did and you know collect a piece of my dna i didn't know what the actual instructions was but i do know it has something to do with getting my period blood or my hair or something of that nature my underwear that i had recently worn most likely you know like the best option would have been i had just took them off and they were still you know unclean or my hair directly from my head and i wore weave a lot so it's like and it's weird because i had hung out with a few guys where it felt like it almost felt like they were trying to collect a piece of my hair but i was wearing weave and I, like i felt it in my spirit like they're trying to collect my hair but like i was wearing weave and i'm like good luck with that <laughs> but that's not even funny because you know that's creepy and that's dangerous but i never was worried because god would always tell me like you don't have anything to worry about you know if they're doing something like that they're the ones who have something to worry about so all i know is i was just like you know should i go now without an explanation because what would i ever say how can i ever explain that and the simple answer is you don't have to just don't who cares forget them you know but i had no reason to feel that way i I, I didn't grow up at that time i wasn't in a mindset i grew up in an abusive family or abusive household or people that i needed to run away from and disappear from i never saw myself ever really doing that like i always felt like we would always be a connected family because we love each other you know i would say it's a good and a bad thing that i stayed right now it feels like completely bad thing completely bad not completely bad i no it doesn't but i you know had to learn the hard way that being selfish sometimes is easier sometimes it's just more peaceful if i had decided to be selfish and say who cares for, about the explanation of them like who cares if they're wondering about me wondering about me don't call them don't tell them nothing just disappear who cares like clearly this is for a reason i'm getting this feeling like there's no why would i be getting the urge to just abandon them and i don't have a reason to it's clearly for a reason right that must be the holy spirit but in the midst of everything something just kept me it was god god just kept me now some people might say they already had witchcraft on you maybe it was them but the thing is like every single day i've been urged to just abandon them and go i probably might 
But in staying through this process, it seems like every single day I've learned and found out new information that I otherwise would have never known if I had left. And that's what they were trying to keep me from. They weren't trying to keep leave, give me to run off to save my life. They weren't trying to give me to run off to protect me. They were trying to give me to run off to keep me from this information, to keep me from something. Now, one thing I will say is that up until this point, you know, no, I can't say not, not, not many things were, you know, worth missing out on because none of this was worth you know, not worth, you know, excuse me. None of this was worth missing out on. None of it. Honestly, to know this information, to have to have figured this information out. You know, there's so many different things about this. That is like. If I had left. I just like this, like sometimes you just have to go through it. You have to go through it to get to, you know, your destiny. You have to go through it to get to you know what ends up happening because i had gotten a vision and this vision was that i was going to run away from my family and i was going to run into the person that was for me after i had already established myself though and abandoned them forever but also in this vision i knew why i ran away from them they had hurt me and I, at this point, had no idea. Now, like I said, I don't write off any possibilities. So I possibly could have found out after I had run away from them why I was running away from them. And I could have been avoiding all the extra, all the mess. And I probably could have been free and happy that I did. But, you know, I don't regret it. Because in the process, you know, my niece was born. I was here to see that. And whether they admit it or not, I was a vital piece of that. And, you know, even though, you know, some people just aren't learning. Some people aren't, you know, taking heed from what things that have happened. You know, they, you know, I was here for different things that probably one day will sink in for them. Hopefully one day we'll sink in for them. So, you know, I don't regret it. Especially being that a lot of information was revealed in the process. Like, so many different things. Like, I never knew. Like, witchcraft and a family and, you know, just witchcraft that has been placed on me different things that were placed on me at a very young age to hinder my entire life you know up until this point different people who were always out to get me and just different things I would otherwise never have figured out if I didn't decide to fight I was given an option by God after I kept asking God, what is this? God, what's going on? God, like, I'm I'm growing closer to you. Why do I feel like I'm being attacked more? Why do I feel like things are getting worse? God says, fight or flight. Now, that was a direct word from him. 
that was the word that was deep the word that you know wasn't the word that was like you know run off hop on this train go be free now no this one was the deeper one the one that was behind everything the one that was like yeah use that spirit of wisdom and discernment and you know start questioning why that's why why that's too easy why is that so easy you know and I I just it's deep in me. It's deep. Like it's it go too deep. It's like I feel it in everything. Like it's so deep. Because it's like you know who you are. You know who you are. If I had just run off like that, that wouldn't have been me. That wouldn't have been like me at all. That's not who I am. It's just simply not. Now, I can't say that, you know, I I wouldn't have been okay regardless. You know, yeah, it wouldn't have been who I am, but it could have been who I will be. So that's not being written off. Just because it's not who I am doesn't mean it's not the right decision to make. Because when it comes down to it, I've had to make a lot of decisions that weren't necessarily who I am, but were the right decisions to make. So I can't say that it's a solid yes or no with anything. Like, is it a solid yes, I'm happy that I didn't? No. But is it a solid, you know, no, I um shouldn't have gone? No. So, I, you know, I just realized that I found my purpose and my destiny in the process of this. And so many different things. My whole life I've known weren't right. My whole life I've known. I've I've questioned. I've had no validation on that people made me feel crazy about. That, you know, made me have to develop a outside personality. It made me a sociopath. I had to be a sociopath. And if I had continued on like that, I probably would have remained one. In this process, I was able to tear down every demon I was forced to be because of the outside world and having to develop these survival skills, so-called survival skills. When I say sociopath, I mean, I know who I am deep down on the inside, but other people, they see who, you know, I've, I've had to become because, you know, of trust issues and because of like I said, survival skills and having to learn to be selfish because people take advantage. And I'm coming out of that and it's the most freeing, like you have no idea, it's the most freeing thing ever in life. Like, even though I'm going through it right now every day, I am so happy. I'm so happy. I'm really happy deep down in my soul. Like, Like, really... Of course, in this season, of course, dealing with everything I'm going through, of course, I'm not happy to have to deal with this, you know. I'm not happy to see my whole family, you know, betray me. I'm not happy to, you know, be antagonized and harassed and almost tortured. I'm not happy to be bullied. I'm not happy to be judged. I'm not happy to be lied on. I'm not happy to be framed. I'm not happy to be accused. I'm not happy to be, you know, used. No. I'm not happy to do any of those things, but I'm happy to be freed. 
I'm happy to be freed of that part of me that had to be this person. So many times God asks me, he asks me in the process, like, this is almost where I'm learning how, how much I've grown. He's asking me, do you want to do this? And I say, you know, no. Then, you know, he says, but if you have to, you know, like, based off of what's going on in the situation, it used to be like, if you have to, are you willing to? I used to be like, yeah. And it almost was like I was saying, yeah, I want to do it, knowing that it was really a no. But now it's a no. No, I'm not even willing to. No, I don't want to do it. No, I'm not going to. And it's like that bravery and that courage that's creating such a tug and such a pull and such a force. While I'm fighting my way out of being pushed into a cage of having to be a certain person in order to survive around certain, you know, just in this world. Because I don't want to say it's just my family. Because it's this world. If it was just my family, I feel like I could manage that better. I mean, of course, it hurts. But it's not just my family, you know? If it were just my family, it just wouldn't be as much of an impact as it is. It's, you know, a lot of different people. It may have started with my family, but it's not just them. And if I had left, I would have never known the nature of the situation. That's also not me. Now, I'm learning. I can't always know everything. But God provides answers, especially when you ask. He provides it without you even having to ask. But especially especially when you ask, God provides answers. And I have been asking my whole life. And I got to the point where I never even expected to get one. I started telling myself, God is just the kind of God that, you know, he's there. You know he's there. He loves you. You know he's operating and moving in your life. But sometimes you just don't get answers. Sometimes prayers just aren't heard or received. You know, not even heard. It's like to the point, it's like, do you hear me? Did you hear me? Which prayers do you hear? But now it's confirmed here. It's every single last one of them. It's not a prayer he don't hear. He hears them all. And he's keeping account of each and every single last prayer. And if I had left, I probably would still be thinking that God is not answering my prayers. That was Satan. That was not the Holy Spirit. That was not the Holy Spirit. A lot of times, you know, it takes really, I mean like with her whole soul seeking God out in order to truly hear him. You have to want to hear him. Meaning you can't be wanting to hear what you want to hear. And you can't be so willing to compromise. That means when he's giving you hard answers, you have to be brave. You have to be courageous. And you have to be willing to accept the hard answers. You have to be willing to fight. Because they're not always easy. God told me fight or flight. And the most easy uncompromising no excuse me compromising but you know uncompromising to my comfortability or my you know somehow blindness i was blind you know 
of life and everything. I would have just left and I probably, it, who knows? Like, that's why God is so, you know, amazing because you choose now, you do it now, and you get these results. But you don't know if you would have died without them otherwise if you didn't make the right decision. Or if it would have took you 28 years to get those, get those answers. And then imagine 28 years later when I'm like 40-something, 50 years old, you know, finally finding out, finding these things out. You know it would have hurt all the time lost because it hurts now when I'm only 24. It hurts now. And, you know, it's only, what, 24 years. I mean, maybe you can knock a few years off of that. But imagine it being, like, 40 years, 30 years, 30, 40, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years before I found out. And that's how amazing our God is. Because you wouldn't have known until then that you made the wrong decision. That you didn't choose to fight and you would have wished that you did. Now, maybe he would have, you know, not maybe, I'm sure, he would have comforted you in a way where you don't regret. And you forgive yourself for it. But you will know that it had a lot to do with your running away. With your unwillingness to fight that fight and be brave and courageous. I don't think my fight is over. I don't. And I'm sure if I, you know, gave up now, of course, I would, you know, still feel that way later. But I know I feel a lot better. A lot better than I otherwise would if I had left that day without any answers at all. I would feel a lot better. Because I would feel like I never knew why I left. I never knew why, but it just felt like the right thing to do, whatever. You know, maybe I would have missed a lot of this suffering, a lot, a lot of this pain, a lot of these different things that I've been going through, which is a lot of stress, honestly. I'm, anybody in their right mind would say, you know, I could do without it. But I would have also missed a lot of these different revelations a lot of these different you know truths a lot of this knowledge i waited my whole life for like that's that it makes me so sad when i think about that because i remember being 12 years old and god asked me you want to know what your purpose is ask me what your purpose is and he showed me a glimpse of exactly what happened this year and if I had left, which I know I never would have done because, look, I'm here and look, that happened. And I was shown it at 12 years old. Then I never would have gotten to that point where I found out my purpose and my destiny. I actually saw that actually happen before my very eyes. Yes, it's a lot of pain, it's a lot of hurt, but it's worth it because... I don't know if any if some people died or lived their whole life without knowing their purpose or their destiny, but I wouldn't want to be that person. I really wouldn't. That's sad. I probably could die happy. 
even now i i, I know i won't god is telling me right now you know you're gonna be fine you're gonna be great clearly everything's going according to plan but something you know something tells me that that doesn't mean that i was guaranteed this i'm blessed I'm blessed. People are dying without their purposes, knowing their purpose and knowing their destiny every single day. People are dying. And you might say, well, then doesn't that mean that their prayers were unanswered? No. Because God answered my prayers because I answered his call. You have to be willing to listen. You have to be willing to, you know, hear him when he calls come to him when he called because if you are constantly running away from the answers when how are you going to get them so it's not god's fault that people die without knowing their purpose and their destiny because they've always ran away from it they've always run in the opposite direction of the answer or the revealing of their purpose or their destiny they're fighting it with everything in them they're headed for destruction and I'm so blessed. This is like, like it overtakes my entire body. The just, I don't know what to call it. It's it's probably a heavenly term for this, but just like the completion, the complete, I'm feeling more complete. Like it's still loading, but I didn't even know I was empty, completely empty. Like, probably on a more of a zero to ten percent where i'm almost to like a i'm gonna be honest and say it's probably like a 56 percent but i'm gonna be generous and say it's like a 70 percent and loading still being filled so like it's 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 completely sad that you know some people don't get this and i'm so blessed to have gotten this that i'll feel blessed and honored to ever be able to help anybody get to this point even if you get just one percent more two percent more three percent more a half a percent more it's so much better than what you have now trust me it's worth it it's so worth it and a lot of us are learning. A lot of us are growing. A lot of us are struggling. So don't be hard on yourself. If you feel like you're running away from it. If you feel like you're one of those people who may die without your purpose and your destiny. Just have confidence that you won't because as long as you trust him, you will. And even even when you don't know what to trust because... I remember at one point in my life being so lost. God had to find me. So. I don't want to discourage anybody. And make anybody feel like. That's not possible for everybody. I almost to a certain extent want to say that everybody. Will know their purpose or destiny at one point in their lives. But that's a lie. It's not true. Sadly. So. You know, I'm blessed. I really am blessed. And given the circumstances, 
looking back, honestly, when I was being told to do things, it's like Satan is so opposite. He really is so opposite because he was using people to tell me to do things then that are happening now. And then he's he's using people to tell me to do things now that already happened then. And, you know, some things they're telling me to do now is going to happen in two more years. Then in two more years, they'll be telling me to do stuff. If they're still there, that'll happen in four more years. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know. And any information they're getting, they can't even place it. Because they're not God. It's amazing how they were telling me to do things two years ago. And I know in my soul, it's not time for that yet. It's just not time. And they were so adamant, like, this is what you have to do. This is what you need to do. This is what you're supposed to be doing. I'm like, I don't know how you have this information. That's what makes you suspicious. But you don't even know what you're doing. And I only know that because God is telling me. Like, look, look at them. I gave them this information for that very reason. That I knew that they would go and try and play God. And look a whole mess. Because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what's going on. You're telling me information two years ahead, hoping that it'll trip me up. And God is not letting that happen. Then you're telling me information now that, you know, happened two years ago, hoping that, you know, somehow, you know, you're tripping me up or you figure something out. And the thing is, I don't want to automatically say that they were trying to trip me up. Everybody don't have those you know, fully ill intentions, but I have to assume that you do if you're being nosy. You're being too nosy. You're on the wrong path. Because I don't want to keep repeating that. Why you worried about me? Your blessings are, you know, on, you know, idle mode. They're on pause. But more than that, you know, you, you're getting access or you're having somehow found access to certain information and feeling like you outsmarted God or feeling like, you know, you ain't supposed to have access, but because you're special, you got access to it. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like you're not special. You are not special. Do you understand that? And once you truly understand that God loves us all equally, he has no favorites. Do you understand any information that you feel like you are coming up on is exposure of your own character? You are not hurting anyone but yourself. And I like to think you probably thought you had good intentions of what you were doing, but how can you? How can you have good intentions when you are not placed? Like you're in your you're in the wrong place. Like it's sad. A lot of people they are so scared. They are so scared of what's gonna happen in life. What's gonna happen to them? What's gonna happen with somebody else's life? What's going? You know they're so afraid of different things they don't want to admit, and they put themselves in the wrong place in the wrong position at the wrong time, and they do nothing but push. Whatever it is that was going to happen, right into position anyways. You can't outsmart God. 
You can't outsmart him. He knows what he's doing. You don't. Simply put, and I don't say that to say that you're not amazing in who you are. You're not fearfully and wonderfully made just like any one of us. I'm saying that to say that none of us know what we're doing. That's the point. So any information you feel like you came up on, he handed it to you. And he did it as a test. A test of your character. What are you going to do with this? Because you and, and you seeking this information to begin with at all is ill-placed. So I give you this information and that's just further. So it's, it's another test furthering, you know, just the exposure of what kind of person you are. Because you probably trying to convince yourself you're doing the right thing. You're probably trying to convince yourself that you're right when you're wrong. And you're going to go do exactly what I knew you would do with this information. But it's okay because it's only going to expose that you're wrong more. And whether you want to admit it or not, it's going to expose it to everybody else you may be trying to hide it from. You know, if that matters. If it don't matter, it doesn't matter. One day you're going to see it. You need to see it. But, like I said, you know, some people, they want to act like they're happy for you. They want to act like they're rooting for you. They want to act like they want the best for you. But they have hidden ill intentions. And it doesn't matter if you practice your whole life, every single day of your life, to master how to hide that. You can't hide it from God. He knows your intentions and he's exposing you. Well, no, he's not exposing you. He's letting you expose yourself. So, like I said, I got the word that somebody had gotten their hands on my destiny. Found out about it. Yes, this stuff is possible in this world. Don't go looking for it, though, because I'm telling you, the only well look for it, but only with God. The only way you're ever going to get that destiny or that type of information at the right time place in the right hands by the right person is if you get it from God. If you go seeking this kind of information without him, you don't know what you're getting. These demons, they're liars. Satan is a liar. He'll give you some information and it's 30 years advance or 30 years before. He ain't going to tell you which one. And he'll make you feel like you're doing something. It's too much going on. You know, you got to trust God. You can never be that scared to think you can do without him. Some of us are so scared, you know. I know what that's like. So many different times I'm so scared, you know. And I'm asking God for answers and he's just not providing them when I feel like I need them because I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm frantic. I'm panicking. So I need answers now. But God is like, I'm not panicking. I'm not scared. I'm not frantic. You are. So these answers are going to come when I know they're needed. Not when you demand them. Because you're scared. And so many different times I probably would have run off and done something. You know, like I need these answers now. I'm scared. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm scared. I need this to happen you know safely 
for my own feelings, my own pride, my own emotions. I need this to land safely. And the only way to do that is to put it in God's hands. And that means you're going to have to be scared for a while until you learn to trust him. I used to hate hearing that. So I can just imagine how it sounds to somebody who's scared right now. But it takes learning that, you know, you got to not be afraid. The only way you learn that is with God. Because he teaches you that, you know, fear is the issue. The fear. You know, not the lack of, you know, answers or... Sometimes provision or just being provided for because you are being provided for exactly what you need. But because you're afraid, you think that you need something else. You don't know what you need. You just don't know. Now, I've seen it in different ways. I've seen fear manifest itself in so many different forms. Some people, they just try and take control of everything. Some people let go of control of everything. Some people, you know, I think laugh it off. Other people cry. Some people get mad. Some people do spur the moment, not thinking type stuff. Regardless of anything, the only real option, the only real answer explanation is to turn to god and sometimes that means it feel like i'm talking to a wall i'm getting nothing i'm praying hard nothing's moving nothing's budging but in the midst of everything he's always there now i can say for sure i need to take my own advice especially in this season because at one point, this was easy to do because I wasn't looking for nothing. I had, you know, gotten comfortable being hopeless, almost hopeless. And that's a lie. I'm sorry. I just, I just always remember having hope in God, really, truly. But I just do remember getting to the point where I feel like, I'm not getting answers to that. These things aren't changing. I just got to accept it for what it is. I'm okay now. And in a way that's hopeless. So, I remember getting comfortable with being hopeless. And that was easier. It was so much easier because I was like, I'm not getting anything anyways. So, anything I get is good. You know what it's like when you just don't expect nothing anyway. So anything you get out of anything is a blessing. Like, that's how I was feeling. But now, I've been given, you know, more hope. I've been given such a hope I could never really, that can never be taken away from me. So, I'm expecting things now. Like, somehow I've grown to expect things, but God is wanting me to keep that same no expectation attitude, but keep, but have the hope. Because I lacked hope then, but now I lack the, you know, humility to not expect anything. 
accept that God is doing what he has to do at all times, even when it feels like nothing's moving. Now, even right now, like I I watched a video earlier and I saw this girl talk about, you know, witchcraft being put on her, which try to steal her soul. And I saw her talking to her background like any unclean spirit i rebuke you in the name of jesus and i recognized immediately in her tone in her face in her spirit that she was going through sort of what i'm going through now i, w- I don't want to speak for her but like i feel like it's similar things because she can feel the spirit walking around her house she can feel this demonic you know spirits and entities you know kind of like maneuvering throughout her environment and I'm going through that right now. Immediately when I noticed it, I felt so bad because I felt like that's how I be looking every day. Like not every day, but a lot of times when I'm on this podcast and I'm just like, you know, speaking based off of what I'm going through and the spirits just maneuvering throughout my environment. Immediately I thought God has probably has probably told her not to address them. Especially not on camera because they're trying to make her look bad. And he tells me this every day. Every day he tells me this. So I still am, you know, learning from that. But I recognized it immediately. And I said to myself, man, that's how I'm going to look when I look back. And I watch my videos or I hear my podcasts. And I see it from that perspective of, you know... Just outside looking in instead of inside looking out. And God has told me this already. He told me this like six months ago. He said, you don't need to say anything. Don't tell anybody anything. Don't do anything. Don't post anything online. Just don't say anything. Just go through it. When I was doing this, I was doing so much better really honestly so it seems i've been saying this a lot so i'm sure by this if you're listening to this by this point in my podcast you'll be thinking like why don't you just listen but like i said that spirit deep down it's halfway deep down because like i said that he has shown up but you know that spirit at the same time is just like no you know i'm gonna do this I'm going to do this because I'm going to address these spirits. I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to do all of that so that I can look back and see this. Because another thing he told me that I can't get off my heart is that one day, even though I'm crying every day, even though I'm crying out every day, I'm suffering every day. I'm struggling every day. I'm begging him to help me every day. I'm looking for his hand in everything. I am a little bit frantic and panicky. Even though he says one day you're going to look back and you're going to miss these days. You're going to wish you had embraced them more. And I say, you're right. Just like I said before when you said that. And then as soon as I said that or was about to say it or felt like I wanted to say that, I caught myself like he was right before. I remember he came to me. He told me this when I was around 15 years old. 
He said, one day you're going to look back and you're going to be so thankful for these times. You're going to be so grateful. At the time, I'm like, please. I never. I know you always right, but I never. Like, three, four years later, completely grateful. Completely grateful. Now, he said, I'm going to look back and I'm going to wish I embraced these times. Like, not even the good times. Not the good stuff. The bad. I know he's right. And I'm so upset about it because, gosh, I hate it so much. I hate to use the hate word. It's so strong, but I know what I said. I hate it so much. Like, oh, my goodness, you have no idea. Like... I just, I really feel like I will just explode or melt or I don't know. Like, I'm going to do something. And God is telling me one day I'm going to wish that I could go back to these days. Wow, what? Out of all the days. Not the, you know, not the days I'm thinking about now. You know, not even when I've got, I'm getting, I've gotten everything that you've given me. Because that's one thing I ask. Even, even after I've gotten everything you've promised. And he said, yeah, especially when you've gotten everything I promised. And I said, no way. See, God really, that's when, I, that's when I feel like God really works in mysterious ways. Because I don't get it usually other times people say, you know, when God tells you to love your enemies, he works in mysterious ways. That's not mysterious. That makes sense. But, like, now, like, I definitely get that. That's kind of the same thing, though. Right now, and then embracing this time, that's still the same thing as loving your enemies. But, man. Like, this is when he's really working in mysterious ways for me. Because embrace this. Embrace this every second of every day. I just want it to end. Every second of every day, I'm just like, go away. Now. And God is like, learn to embrace the bad times. Just, no, not just as much as the good, more than the good. Because you're going to look back one day and wish that you had. And you're not going to be able to get it back. You're just going to wish that you had. And you know that I'm right. And when he told me that, I realized, like, that's my warning. Because he's not warning me because, you know, he's going to reprimand me now. You know, you're going to be hurt now. He's going to warn you, you know, before 7, 10, 15 years pass. And you are wishing you had listened. And it's 15 years later. That hurts. That's worse than anything God can do to you. 15 years passed and he was right and you should have done it 15 years ago. That's what hurts the most. Now, granted, I'm a firm believer that God can give you all that time back. He's doing it now for me. He's giving me back. What am I, 24 now? He's giving me back at least seven or eight years of my life. And he's doing it in a span of what months 
So I'm a firm believer that it's okay. You don't have to regret. Never regret. He taught me that around when I was 15 or 16. He said, don't regret a thing. Forgive everyone. It's necessary. And I mean that like it's necessary in the saving of your soul. Don't regret anything because then you don't forgive yourself. And then forgive everyone because it can keep you from heaven. If you don't forgive, he won't forgive you. And that means even yourself. So, it's so much to that. It's really so much to that. It's one of the most important things he made sure I knew. And I know that that means it has a lot to do with the rapture and heaven. You have to let go of regret. You have to. You got to forgive. You got to. It's so important because... Let me put you in perspective really quick. Mind you, I'm still in my sin. I'm full of it. Every single day I'm doing wrong things. God wants to save my soul so much. Every day he's telling me things that I should be doing. I'm ignoring him. I'm doing what I want anyways. But this is the thing. The one thing he won't let me ignore him about. I'm telling you. It's vital in saving your soul. Don't regret a thing. It might seem hard, but it's really not that hard. All you have to do is say to yourself, you know, I learned from it. Or why do I have to regret it? I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't have to regret a thing. And I didn't know how to not regret at this time. I felt like God was mocking me. Like, don't regret. Like, how am I supposed to not regret something that, you know the however many years later it's still affecting me i'm wrong and i still have to make it up to you you know you don't have to make anything up to god mind you he forgives you but you know to a certain extent you do have to because you know you don't have to make it up but you you have to learn from it and be better and that's making it up so, I'm feeling like, you know, I'm still having to learn from it, which is somehow still making up for it. And how do I not regret that if I'm still learning from this? And God is like, you know, just ask me to help you. So, ask him to help me. And simply, it was so much, it was so much freer. Like, I mean, it made me, it made me feel so much more free. And reality is just, you know, God forgives you. So why don't you forgive you? And trust me, everything you do hurts him 10 times, a million times more. He forgives you. So why don't you forgive you? Just let it go. When I think about things I want to regret. The first thing I think is, no, you're not about to have a hold on me. Like, I already suffered once for it. I'm not about to keep suffering every time I think about it. Like, nah, that's, I'm cool on that. It's almost like getting beat up over and over and over again by somebody you hate. Like, no. So, let it go. Forgive yourself. A lot of times, that's harder than forgiving other people. A lot of times we are so unforgiving to other people, we don't realize how unforgiving we are to ourselves. 
it actually influences us being unforgiving to other people because we haven't forgiven ourselves for things so that's my encouragement